Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Two that I that I kind of find issue with when um, people talk about it, they go, you're just going to give up a life so easy. I was like, who, who said it was easy? Yeah, it's not a fucking easy decision, like, man. Were you with the, these these women or the you know the couple that was there that had to decide to let go of this child? Mm-hmm. Like, who said it was easy? Yeah. Who said it was easy to go through this whole procedure? I, I don't understand why you're assuming like for them, it's like, you know, like changing underwear. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain podcast uh it's another crazy day in the states <laughs> interestingly enough what else is new bro hey, hey. <laughs> what else is new before we get into that shit dude the, the craziest thing happened in la so did you was it raining where you were at no it wasn't raining no it was raining over here dude a couple of days ago it was yeah. thunderstorms and lightning storms so i saw the the storm clouds yeah and I, when i was looking at the weather forecast it was saying like about 30 percent chance rain in la but it ended up not raining Oh, so in here, yeah. Pasadena, yeah. the Pasadena area, yeah. bro, it was raining nonstop. It was a thunderstorm. That's crazy. It was, well, originally, so I was sleeping at night, right? Yeah. And it's like 12 a.m. And then somebody's like pushing their garbage out. So you just hear this <laughs> rumbling, right? And I'm like, yo, who the fuck is putting out their garbage at fucking 12 a.m. at fucking in the morning? I was pissed yeah. and it just kept going over. I was like, wait, that's not, it's thunder. And then you hear just a flash rain and that's all of a sudden crazy. it just starts raining like insane. Yeah. So the next day I hear this rumor that somebody got struck by lightning. And I around was, here? Yeah. And I was cracking the fuck up. I was like, who the fuck? There's no fucking way somebody got struck by lightning. Yeah. I see a news article. Uh, this lady goes out, walks her dogs, oh right? No. <laughs> she gets struck by fucking lightning. Holy dude. shit. She get her and her two dogs get fried. Did they die? They died. Oh shit. They got Damn. blasted by Zeus. <laughs> Holy Bro. shit. And when I heard this, I was kind of making jokes about it. I was like, there's yeah. no fucking way because what's the saying? That's like getting struck by lightning. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah of course. Like it's, one in a billion or trillion or whatever. This lady and both her dogs got That's fucking roasted. Up. Even the dogs got fucking roasted. Zeus yeah. said, dogs be damned. Listen, I'm not even <laughs> sure if this was like, if they did this to, for like dramatic effect, mm-hmm. but I was watching the thing on the news 
And it was, they showed this one scene where it's just like two, three piles of ashes. So I was no. like, that's not, that's no, not, really? that's not, that's not how it happened. So I don't know why they did that. Yeah. So I'm watching this and I'm cracking the fuck up yeah. because I'm like, somebody took the artistic license yeah. to take a photo or like a video footage of three things of ashes, which clearly isn't them. Yeah. It's not what happens, dude. Yeah. They disintegrated yeah. into just ash. It's not a fucking anime, dude. Yeah. No, but the thing is, though, remember that night when uh, me, you, and Ed went to go eat at Denny's and I kept telling y'all, yo, you guys see those flashes and you guys didn't see it until fucking like the car ride down. We were in the fucking eye of the storm, but it wasn't like that back in LA, though. So over here, it's, I don't know, maybe because the mountains and shit. The mountains or something. So I, I don't remember the exact part of LA that she lived in, but it was in the mountains. Okay. Yeah. It was like in the hilly mountains areas. Yeah. And every morning she goes and walks her two little tiny dogs. And then her landlord was That's trying cold. to call her, and then she wasn't around because <laughs> she got struck by Wait, lightning. Was she old though? Was she like she a, was an older lady? Well, okay. she was like I would say in her fifties. Oh, that's not too old. She's pretty young. Yeah, yeah. But legit, just to go walk her dogs, that's and then lightning up. fucking hit her, dude. That's fucked up. What are the chances of that shit? Man, there has to be a statistic. No, it. I. It's like it's it's like winning the fucking lotto man it's it's like one in a i don't know a billion or some shit it's 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 very 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 unlikely dude then i saw this this video going around people were freaking out because biden fell off his bike oh that shit was did you see the clip dog you know what the saddest thing is like i'm watching this shit and then people are trying to analyze his video they're like why did he fall i'm like you know why he fell because he's 80 thousand years old it's because this man is literally a fossil that's why prehistoric dude man the fucking audacity of this man to think that it's okay for him to ride a speed bike in public the thing is he looked good leading and then he stops he gets off and then it just falls right over it's like nothing happened i'm like well how did that even fucking this dude just gravity got the best of him that is literally (laughs) the oldest fucking shit i've ever seen in my life where he can't even balance off of a bike anymore (laughs) he's actually in his 80s isn't he yeah he is fuck is he doing riding a bike you know what the hilarious shit is the next day I think it was a day or two afterwards that incident happened. He was coming out of a building and he started dancing to show people that he's okay. And like, well, bro, take it easy. You get hey, a guy. Hey, take it easy, yeah, guy. Take it easy, hey, take it no, easy guy. Biden, you, you just missed death, man. Dude, you fucking old, old fuck. <laughs> this guy is so old. Like yeah. every time I look at him, I think he literally looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah. Like how is this guy the president of the United States? Every time he's talking... I'm always thinking to myself, this is it. Yeah, this is, this <laughs> yeah, is the day. Yeah, he's, he's going to die on national broadcast, dude. Dude, he is so old. Do you know what his fucking first book he ever read was? Was the fucking <laughs> the, New Testament when it was actually no, the written. Old Testament. When it was written. <laughs> That's when that motherfucker did. He helped write the Old Testament. Yeah. That was his bedtime story, this <laughs> yeah. old fuck. Holy shit, yeah, dude. That was, oh man, I was cracked. I mean, I'm sorry, it's fucked up. But I was cracking up, dude. It's too fucking fuck because there was nothing that caused it. There was not like, oh 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 oh, I'm losing my bet. He just, dude. It's like then I went into this whole rabbit hole of Biden just doing old people things. <laughs> there's so many things because I don't really follow politics like that. But yeah. this guy, there's this point where he was doing a speech, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Finishes his speech, uh-huh. he turns around to shake somebody's hand. Nobody's there, <laughs> bro. Nobody's there. Hands out yeah. for the longest time, dude. And he's he just, probably confused as fuck. He's yeah. like, where did the guy go? <laughs> it's like, there was nobody there. But that's, you know what? At the same time, there's yeah. still this very famous uh, clip of Trump mm-hmm. doing something very similar, yeah. which had me dying laughing. He starts doing this speech. He goes, he goes, I really wish uh, my wife, my beautiful wife, Melania is here. And she's right next to him. Yeah, and you yeah. see her face. I like, remember that. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Bitch, I just rode with you in our private jet together. What are you talking about? Oh, man. We get, we get fucking back to back presidents like this, man. Holy shit, dude. But the biggest talk- topic that we want to talk about. And listen, I don't know too much about anything really. But I definitely know what Roe v. Wade was for. Right. Right. And, right. you know, for the longest time, well, for the longest time, I say for the past, like maybe a couple of months, they were talking about 
Roe versus Wade being turned over. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you kind of hear these things, you don't really think it's going to happen because I don't know whether it's because I live in California or, you know, we've always grew up in a very liberal state. Yeah. I just, it's just the most ridiculous thing. I would never think that that would happen. Well, so here's the thing. This is like one of the rare, very rare instances. Matter of fact, some people in politics thought this was the first time this has ever happened, right? Which is the Supreme Court um, gets overturned. Yeah. Well, they took away, um, they, they basically overturned the law and took away a federal right, mm. you know, but um, there was, I believe, a fact check on this and there's like precedent of maybe two times or something. So it's like a very, very rare instance, you know, but here in California, we're not going to be affected by this. 100%, yeah. yeah. Blue states, it, matter of fact, some of the blue states have um, doubled down on abortion laws. To, to reinforce it, right? And I think it's not only to like continue the protection of the of the right, but also in anticipation of people from other states now coming over to get, you know, if they do need an abortion, right? Like, you can get it. Yeah, because some of these red states, they had what was trigger laws in place. So basically what had happened was they already had a law that would trigger the moment Roe v. Wade would get overturned. So they had this in place already. So the moment the decision came down, boom, it went into effect, right? I didn't even know that shit existed. I didn't either. I didn't either. There was a lot of shit behind Roe v. Wade that I didn't know about until I looked into it more as a result of the overturning of, mm. of this. And here's this kind of the sick shit with, with uh, some of these red states is that there's total bans. And so there's no exceptions for things like rape, incest health risks, you just cannot get an abortion. How fucked up is that, dude? It's just so, you know what? The interesting thing is like, I had to, I don't know if this is because of like the onslaught of the internet and how much media has, has taught me to think a little differently now just Mm -hmm. because of the information that's out there. Yeah. But now what I, what I used to do is constantly look for things that are already uh, fortify the things that I believe in. But I realized that I don't need to do that anymore Mm -hmm. because I know why I believe in this stuff, right? Whether it's, whether it's through, you know, legislative reasons or just more morality in general. Now I need to understand. And I kind of picked this up from when like, you know, growing up as a Christian kid, when I was when I was a Christian kid, and I remember having this one conversation with this one person who uh, was an atheist, mm-hmm. but this guy knew more about the Bible than I did, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And from that point on, well, not that point on, but that was just something that re- reminded me of, like, okay, in order for me to re- let's say I had a conversation with somebody down the street, right? I would have to understand their position in order for to, in order for me to have a conversation with them. Yeah, and so I started watching all these videos of people who wanted to explain why they believe that Roe versus Wade being turned over is right. And it's a lot of it is tied towards religion. It is. It is. You know, yeah, it's, it's. And then the biggest debate that kind of goes on from it is the idea of when is the inception of a child? Like when is this a person and when does it become murder? Right. 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 And this is where it's all up for grabs. Mm-hmm. So the idea of it for those people who don't, who truly believe that Roe versus Wade being turned over is a good thing is that they truly believe that abortion is murder. It's mm-hmm. like walking down the middle of a street, coming up to a person and blowing a fucking, their brains outside of their head. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's murder and yeah. that's all that it is. So once again, I don't agree with that, but I'm trying to understand the psyche of somebody who is so adamantly against this. It's indoctrination is what it is. We'll get into that because there's a very, very interesting historical fact why people think that. People think it's their own thoughts and beliefs of, oh, abortion is murder, right? Life starts at conception. Actually, historically, that's not what the church said. That is not what the church said. That's fucking wild because I'll tell you this. Because for me, it's like, well, where do we draw this line, right? Yeah. Because if we're talking about murder in general, hey, when I jack off, I've been killing millions of babies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I know be, that, I that's be, always the thing, right? Like, well. <laughs> I be, dog, I, this morning, literally killed like a million of yeah. them right now. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm over here Genghis conning the fuck out of yeah. these kids. But here's the thing, man. Um, 63% of Americans, regardless of political affiliation, did not want Roe v. Wade overturned. Right. 
That's now, still a high number of people who wanted overturned. I'm kind of I shocked. Know, I know, I know, but still, it's the majority of yeah. Americans didn't want it overturned, right? And 25% of Americans, which is the lowest figure I believe in history, their vote of confidence um, in in the Supreme Court justice is at, at like the historical low. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's here's the ironic thing and 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 sad shit about this happening is that it affects women in red states the most. So yeah. people whose affiliation, uh, party affiliation is the party that wants this thing overturned. Yeah. Because again, people in states like us in California, we're not affected by this. But those women in those states are now, right? And so regardless of all the repercussions that might happen, right? Because look, it's not just a matter of murdering a baby or not. All right, what if then the woman has a major health risk if she has this child and they know it and so they need to abort the baby, but they say, no, you're going to have this child. Not so, me. okay. That baby so, so, getting ejected out like So a this woman's life is worthless now, basically is what you're yeah. saying. You're basically sentencing her to death so that a baby can be born, Yeah. right? So how does that work? One thing is murder and one thing isn't. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too, but here's a breath of fresh air. Fume It's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume, you ask? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what? I'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor, my friends. Nothing bad for you in there. And definitely, definitely fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving the listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier easier start the good habit at trifume.com slash genius to save 10% off the journey pack today hey all it's david so and if you want to listen to genius brain without ads now you can just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free you'll get ad-free listening to the show you can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show that's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. Well, so there's, you know, I'll just give you the, because I've watched so many of these videos now. Yeah. Like I said, I don't agree with this, mm-hmm. but this is what they'll say. They go, what is the percentage of this happening versus people who abort it out of their free will? They, they give out this statistic of it. I don't know what the statistic is. You guys could look it up, but I don't know. They say some arbitrary number of it being really low. And now they, now they argue the idea of like, is this, small statistic here worth it for the murder of like hundreds of thousands of kids. Yeah. No, for sure. And and look, like even if um 
a woman who doesn't have access to abortion has the kid, it's not all fucking peaches and roses from that point on, right? Statistics are against them, right? There's a, a very high statistical chance. Like these are socioeconomic ramifications, like a ripple effect of negative socioeconomic things that'll happen where the women will most likely have, the woman will most likely have a poor quality of life. The child will be most likely born into poverty, uh, be less educated as a result. As a result of that, have higher chance of incarceration at some point. It's just like a ripple effect. You know, there's, there's this ripple effect of socioeconomic things that will happen as a result of somebody bringing a child that wasn't capable or didn't want to or wasn't ready, whatever the reason is. But people say, no, that's that's what it is, though. You know, you made that choice. It's, it's really hard to, like, have a conversation with somebody that doesn't believe in abortion when they themselves have not been in that position that these other people have been in, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And like, like I said, for them, it only, I, I can't, I'm trying to, I've been racking my brain over just trying to, how would I tell them like, okay, we don't believe it's murder. Mm -hmm. Like our idea of when a living being is sentient and is not at conception. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the idea that you believe that this quote unquote unborn child to, well, for people who do believe in abortion, don't believe that this is a viable living thing at that point Mm -hmm. um, is worth having and destroying this person's life and also this kid's life that's going. And then one person was like, well, my parents were going to abort me. I turned out fine. I was like, cool. Well, that's you. Mm-hmm. But if we want to bring out the statistics and we want to talk about numbers, once again, I don't really know that. But for when I've seen, I don't know, you once again, you're going to have to fact check this stuff because I don't have the numbers in front of me and I could be wrong. But the, the thing is, it's like people only want to cherry pick the statistics that work for them, but the, the ones that don't work for them, they'll completely ignore. Yeah. So they'll say, well, what are this? How many cases of rape are there that in, in, in terms of a, a baby being born, is that number worth this amount? And then somebody will say, well, I have a statistic that says the, the children who, who are born in these very terrible circumstances, they have so many, there's a socioeconomic downfall that happens from them being born. And this is the chance that they'll either end up incarcerated, all this other stuff, but then they'll ignore that statistic. Yeah. So it's like nobody, nobody wants to talk to each other. And nobody can really figure this stuff out. And this, like I'm said, I'm actually shocked for me personally that it was 40 and 60. I thought it was, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought it was going to be like 80, 20, you know? Yeah. But here's the thing is that context matters with a situation like this. And there's a lot of context that needs to be provided because going back to the, the religious ideology um, of life happens at conception that historically, that's not where it, where it was. It was life happens at birth. And, and we'll get into that part because it's very important to cover that because it trickles all the way down from that. Mm-hmm. And then when you realize the history and the indoctrination that happened, it's disgusting, it's appalling, it's shocking. And I would bet my left nut that a lot of these people who are out there protesting um, against abortion rights have no clue about this history, mm. right? Some of these people being minorities. And I'll tell you why that's especially sad. Once once you learn about everything that happened leading up to this, you'll know why it's sad. That mm. you see like young black girls who are anti-abortion rights because it actually stems from their oppressors mm. and they have no idea mm. why they believe what they believe. But okay, so- Here's a little bit of context, right? Is Justice Alito, he's one of the Supreme Court justices. He says that abortion rights aren't deeply rooted in American history and tradition and isn't supported by the Equal Protection 14th Amendment, which amendment, which is a point of contention, right? But uh, if that's the case, then in regard to the 14th Amendment anyway, it technically also applies to things like our uh, rights with contraception, interracial marriage, uh, where you can, where your children can go to school, same-sex marriage, all of that is up for grabs now, right? So it's setting kind of a scary precedent here, you know? But he kind of gave his explanation of why this thing needs to be overturned and why it shouldn't be a federal law and a right. Um, and religious context also matters here in explaining the situation. And so where this staunch stance 
on anti-abortion rights stem from, believe it or not, is from race issues. Sounds weird, right? It's like, what the fuck does abortion and race issues have to do with one another, right? But so basically, here's let me let me uh, read you a little um, excerpt from an article, right? That'll kind of give you a context and let, let's get into it, right? So at first, Roe v. Wade was not nearly as important as it would later become. Many Catholics opposed it, but at the same time it was decided, most Protestants said that abortions should be legal and evangelical preachers taught that life began at birth. So the Southern Baptist Convention, which is now a pillar of conservative Christian right, specifically endorsed that view that life happens at birth. Um, so what happened? Evangelicals began to get into politics, po- get, get into politics because of desegregation. So when public schools were desegregated in the 1950s, white evangelicals and some Catholics left in droves. The evangelicals, especially sending their kids to so-called segregation academies, religious schools that only admitted white people. At the same time as Roe was being argued, those academies were found to be illegal, even though white Christians protested that their religious beliefs compelled them to keep the races separated. Conservative evangelicals and Catholics tended to avoid the mess of politics and rarely agreed with one another. But with the courts forcing white Christians to go to school with black kids, that changed. And in the light, in the late 1970s, the Christian right was born. So that's when the right Christian conservative group was born as a result of their dissatisfaction for desegregation. They didn't want their white children being mixed with black kids, right? So from there, um, there, yet there was a problem. Preserving segregation was no longer an effective unifying issue. People started going away from that. They started believing in equal rights and yeah, desegregation and none of this white bathroom, black bathroom, white school, black school, right? And so Paul Weyrich, uh, Falwell, and other founders of the Christian right in a history meticulously documented by Randall Bomber seized on abortion instead. So they were like, we need something new. This is not working for us. We need to seize another issue. That's going to work, right? Abortion was perfect. Support for abortion of overlap with support for desegregation, women's rights, gay rights, and the sexual revolution. If you fought one, you could fight the others too. Plus, abortion was an emotional issue that was easily used to whip up anger and indignation, as well as to drive people to the polls and donate money. And it worked. It fucking worked for them. So they latched onto abortion because they were losing their grip, right? Through, through trying to unify with segregation. And then as a result, uh, the start of this was getting Ronald Reagan elected in the 80s. And then from that point on, they vetted people who had this, I guess, mindset and ideology with who were pro-anti-abortion uh, uh, and were conservative Christians. So this all stems from pretty much which is the age-old story of America. <laughs> Old, rich, powerful men wanting to control what people can and can't do in America. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it kind of all drives from that. And then um, it pretty much starting from the Reagan era, it, uh, abortion became a defining issue for right-wing conservatives. That became like a pillar of their thing. And so, yeah, man, it's, it's kind of crazy to think that's, that's what I was uh, alluding to earlier about like seeing young black girls out there who are talking about, who, who are basically uh, anti-abortion rights. It's like, well, you were indoctrinated because the church didn't used to say that mm. life happened at birth. They changed it because it didn't fit their agenda anymore. Mm. They said, no, we need to flip this up now. Segregation's not working for us. We need to seize a, a more sizzling topic. Let's use abortion. Okay, yeah. now how can we use abortion to further our agenda? How can we control this issue now so that it not only uh, puts them in power, but stays in power? And it's a scary fucking thing when you look at it from that lens, right? Yeah. And it shows you how much power the religious groups have, and not only religious groups, but white religious people, mm. how much power they yield in this country. 
and how much that trickles down to the everyday people. And you know what the interesting thing is? Like, I don't even know if like the modern day Christian believes in like abortion is murder. Well, Do they? Well, so here's the thing, right? Is it becomes a thing of semantics because uh, Justice Alito was saying that nowhere in the Constitution does is the word abortion used. So it should not be a protected right. But okay, where in the Bible does it explicitly say that abortion is a bad thing? Yeah. Where in the Bible does it say you cannot abort a baby? People use verses and say there's implications from those verses, but you can't say anywhere in the Bible explicitly says abortion is a bad thing. Yeah. And abortion should not happen. Well, I don't know if the Bible's going to be the greatest example of like the the care for human life when there's literally literally been hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who have been murdered over like holy land. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're talking about about the value of fucking life. Yeah. When literally in the Bible it's it's literally an anthology of fucking wars. Like yeah. I don't know what the fuck that I where that idea comes from, but this yeah. is what I'm talking about. People like to cherry pick constant things just to make it fit their fucking agenda. Right. And it's like I don't understand why this is, man, it's, maybe it's so hard for me to wrap my head around it, aside from the fact that they continually call it murder. Yeah. But in my in my mind, I'm like, well, that's such a slippery slope to me, right? Because yeah. if it's like, oh, the moment that sperm goes into the egg, then it's it's a life. Yeah. It's like- Well, so, but that's the thing is that they, they change that whole idea to favor their agenda, yeah, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. It's like- all right, well, if you believe that this living organism, and you know, it doesn't have, it's not a sentient being. It doesn't know that it's alive. It doesn't have any of this type of stuff, right? Because there's laws, there's laws put in place for how far the baby is along before you can abort it, right? Because you can't abort it. Like, I forgot what the time, there's a time limit to it though, mm-hmm. right? So there is like a certain defining moment where it becomes like a sentient being. Where, before, where after that, you can't abort the baby. Yeah, I, be like, I believe uh, with Mississippi, it was like the 15-week mark. Yeah. You can't pass the 15-week mark, um, but prior to that, or any time prior to that, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's the thing is that like this whole idea of life begins at conception. I mean… I don't. I don't think the Bible or science supports that. Well, yeah. Like I. I don't. I don't think that's what I'm saying. Like for them, it's just the moment that sperm hits the egg, then it's it's life. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. I'll go. Like I said, I'll go even further. Yeah. My sperm is half DNA of a human being, <laughs> right? So when I jacked off this fucking morning, yeah. I literally killed millions of them. Yeah, I guess I'm a fucking murderer too. Yeah. I guess like every time a girl has her fucking period and she ejects her eggs. Right, I guess she's a murderer too. Yeah, like what? What is this fucking nonsense? Yeah, I know, but but I'm saying that that's how that's how crazy it is, though. Though, like the influence that the these groups have had on people and and what they believe. Because look, the Christian fundamentalists only started supporting pro life candidates from that point on. Once they decided they're latching onto abortion, mm-hmm. you know, they brought Reagan into office, right? And so now, like, okay, we're gonna vet these people who share the same ideology as us, this, this, these uh, religious ideologies. And these are the only people that we're going to help put into power. That's a scary, scary thing because you're talking about straight up indoctrinating the American public based on the poor, are, uh, based on the people who you put into power and the things that they decide on, you know? And so as we're seeing, right, it, it has trickled down from the 70s on until now, it's still very present. That ideology is still very present today. And you have people regurgitating these ideologies and these beliefs based on shit that these old white men used to, to, for what, power. What are they saying too? Like it's it's not just, they're not just trying to tackle abortion. They're trying to take away other, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, like too. contraception, you know, same-sex marriage rights. Like that's what I was saying earlier, right? It's it's kind of open season now on all of those things as well. So it's 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 a pretty it's a pretty fucked up situation and yeah. scenario. And then I was also watching this video of like, you know, people being interviewed and they're like, oh, well, did you know that it's not that they're banning abortion everywhere. They're just leaving it up to the states. It's like it's like that's any fucking better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, how is that? It should look. 
it shouldn't be, in my opinion, a politicized issue. It should not be a liberal versus conservative issue. It should not, not be a left versus right issue. It should be a basic human rights issue in a civilized society and world, right? It should be a very, very basic human right. But that's the thing. They're, they're, they're using that same argument though. I know. They're like the same argument for them is this is murder. So you can't take the life away of something that's a living being. I know. I know. But, but I'm pretty, but at the same time in my mind, I'm like, but I'm pretty sure you guys are the same people that also believe in the electric chair too. <laughs> so you're like, I like, like yeah. I, it's just, there's a lot of like weird semantics, some weird hypocrisy. Like I just don't, I don't understand it. I, yeah. Yeah. And so here's, here's a, here's another point was that like judges and justices were basically vetted for their stances on abortion rights. And they had this philosophy of originalism. Basically originalism is the idea that right, the only rights that were part of our nation's history and tradition were covered by the constitution's guarantees. This is what Alito used to basically talk about the, the, the choice leading up to overturning uh, Roe v. Wade. Right. And it's a ridiculous notion. It was a ridiculous notion 50 years ago, but majority of our sitting justices on the Supreme Court believe in that. They believe in originalism. Now, here's the crazy shit. Six of the nine current Supreme Court justices uh, were or are part of the Federalist Society, which is a large ring network that grooms conservative law students. So it's sort of like a frat, like a large network of frat, but only for conservative religious people, right? And then so they're bound by pretty much this religious, religious ideological for, uh, uh, um, fuck, what's the word? Uh, conformity, right? And the man at the center of that network is a dude named Leo Leonard. Now, this is a dude that I learned about reading into this after Roe v. Wade got turned. I was like, who the fuck is this Leo Leonard, right? So he's basically played a decisive role in the appointments of some of these conservative justices, right? And so this guy, Leo Leonard, he's part of an extremely secretive and conservative Catholic order called the Knights of Malta. Have you ever heard this Knights of Malta? Yeah. Oh, so corny as fuck. <laughs> so they function as a semi-independent sovereign nation and they basically have a lot of influence, power, land, and reach, you know? And um, Leonard, he figured out like decades, decades ago that conservatives basically lost the uh, culture war. What I was talking about earlier, things mm -hmm. like the, the segregation, all that, it wasn't working for them. People were getting more progressive with their thoughts and ideas, right? And abortion, gay rights, contraception, people were like, nah, man, we don't, we don't fuck with what you guys are saying regarding that, you know, that you guys are against it. You know, we're actually for stuff like that now. Wait, why are they trying to stop contraception? <laughs> because they believe, dude, like uh, Catholics don't believe in contraception, bro. They don't believe in the use of like condoms and shit like that. Why? Because sex should only be done to conceive oh, a child. little boys. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I said it. The fuck out of I here, mean, dude. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. The evidence supports it. These yeah, fucking it's like, hey, sick it's priests. Not pussy. Yeah. It's not pussy. These sick fucking priests, right? Well, that's what I'm like. This is what this this is so ridiculous. Like yeah. it's it's comical almost, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, let me tell you, the highest up of your of your religious faction, the Catholic Church, is raping little boys. And you want to talk about having a moral stance yeah. on, on what? Yeah. On don't, don't have sex for pleasure at all. You guys be fucking. Oh, come on. And, and you want to know why? Yeah. Because let me tell you something. Every guy loved Catholic girls, but they're freakiest <laughs> little things out there, dude. Well, there's that whole um, fetish with like the Catholic schoolgirl outfit, you know. Well, they were always the freak. The, the yeah. Vietnamese Catholic girls were fucking yeah. wild, dude. Because they're so deprived. Yep. You know, they're taught to fucking suppress all of that mm -hmm. in their sexuality and desires. And it comes out in weird fucking ways, Dude, man. They, they were fucking kneeling at the pulpit at church, but they were kneeling at my house sucking dirt. <laughs> and I loved it. Yeah. Praise the Lord. But, you know, all of that is just, come on, man. A lot of these people in power who are spewing all of these things, it's just a fucking front. You know, damn well, some of these politicians have had fucking 
secret abortions happen because they got their side bitches pregnant. Oh, 100%. For sure. And like, this For is sure. not even fucking hearsay, dude. Like yeah. I said, I grew up in in, in a Christian church, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and I know a lot of people who are Catholics and a majority of my friends who are Catholics, they also kill people. <laughs> They had the whole rosary shit. Yeah, they had yeah. the fucking Virgin Mary cross the whole thing, the yeah. whole fucking nine yards, dude. Yeah. Like I said, those sweet, sweet girls that were that consistently went to Catholic church, they were the freakiest little things out there. Yeah. And I loved it every second of it. Whenever they let me talk to them, it was great. Yeah. But, you know, these, these group of guys um, hold themselves to a higher I guess, degree, right? They consider themselves like doing God's work. Oh, and maybe some of them actually up. believe it. Some of them actually might believe it, but I, I, I don't think it's far-fetched to say that decent amount of them just do it for public face and to get into power because you have to rub your shoulders with some of these people. Clearly, they have a lot of influences, uh, a lot of influence and can put you in a position of power, Right. But in order to do that, you got to play nice with them and you got to also believe in what they will believe in what they believe, um, at least with your public persona. And so, yeah, that was the thing. As like conservatives were losing this culture war, um, they realized like the only way that we're going to be able to turn this around is to stack the courts. That's what they did. They put justices in the Supreme Court justice who shared the same ideologies as them, you know who's going to further their agenda and put forth the things that they find important. Yeah. Not what the American people find important, what they find important. And so this, we have freedoms and liberties and all that, but like who's really fucking deciding everything, calling all the shots, man. It's old, rich, white men, old, rich, white, powerful, religious white men. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think like growing up in a Christian household too. And like I said, I even growing up with like people who are hyper Catholic, like I said, I'm not shitting on the religion or, or anything like that. Yeah. It's just the idea of people who put that religion as like their identity. They don't follow through with it. And so the idea that this is for some kind of holy crusade is a farce. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely stupid. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And on top of that too, it's just, Clearly, the agenda isn't for them to, you know, uplift God, but they use that because it's such a good, powerful tool to get the public to back them up. Exactly, exactly. But, but again, the sad thing is, it's like I love God. He's great. <laughs> Praise be to God. Nobody loves God more than me. I love God more than everybody on this earth. I just grab him by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, bro, the sad thing is, is that it stems from these religious white religious conservatives and their desire and their attempts to, to basically hold on to power and have influence. You know, they didn't want that slipping away. And they used abortion as a, as a basically a stepping stone for that. And then these other issues kind of came into the fold and it trickled down, it trickled down. It didn't only indoctrinate um, the, I guess, politicians, some of the politicians, but, like some general American population, right? You see, again, you see these minority girls who are out here talking about, this is one of the happiest days of my life for Roe v. Wade to get overturned. He's 18 years old, just fucking graduated high school, right? Talking about it's the happiest day of their fucking life to see Roe v. Wade get overturned. Yet it stemmed from your oppressors who thought, you were subhuman at best. Mm. At best, they thought you're a fucking animal. Mm. That's why they didn't want their fucking kids in the same vicinity as you. Mm. They didn't even want their fucking sharing the same bathroom as you where you take a shit and a piss because your shit and piss is fucking disgusting to them. Yeah, These are the people who came up with these ideologies and it fucking trickled down in 2022 to these minorities who spew and regurgitate that same thing that their fucking oppressors, that their oppressors fucking created. And they're sitting here talking about it's the best day of their life because they think, again, that their thoughts and beliefs on this is of their own. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It was a fucking power play and it worked. It worked ever since the goddamn 80s and it's trickled down since. Like, I wonder too, like with the, with you know, 
you know, for an 18 year old who's in that situation. Yeah. Let's say that they, um, especially because of technology now, you can actually see like genetic defects or whatever that your child will have before mm-hmm. they're born. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, you know, before you give birth to them, like the child's in the womb, whatever, you know, they're like, okay, well, there's a chance that this kid could have, you know, Down syndrome or whatever, you know, early on before this. If you ask me, or, you know, it would be, you know, a conversation with me and Mariel, I'm pretty sure we would choose to probably abort that child because mm. the quality of life for that kid's going to be terrible. And to be honest with you, if I were to be really honest, my quality of life as well, too. Yeah. Like to be having to take care of this. Kid. And then after we pass, this child has to somehow survive mm-hmm. and live. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't live with that. You know what I mean? And they're like, well, how are you going to take joy away from this child? What the fuck do you know? Yeah. What do you know? Like being in school and seeing those parents like struggle, you know, trying to just number one, like normalize their life, normalize their kid's life, normalize their life and having to see, like I, I was at a cafe not too long ago and I, and you know, um, I don't know exactly what the ailment was, but it was, you know, you could tell like there's some type of like, what's the, what's the politically correct term? Like mental retardation or some sort, right? Is that it? What is it? Is that the politically uh, correct no, term? Mental retardation is not, I don't think used anymore. Um, uh, mentally handicapped? I don't know. What that sounds the, offensive as fuck to me too, though. Yeah. Disability? Disability. Mental disability. Mentally dis- disabled. Yeah. Mental yeah, disability. I thought that was the PC stopped being PC after the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we used. And we didn't, you know, it wasn't a We derogat- thought it was PC at the time. Yeah, it wasn't a derogatory thing. We yeah. just, yeah. The, um, like there was a kid who was like uh, mentally disabled and- I'm not sure if they have a shorter lifespan or whatever, but mm-hmm. there was like this older parent and they were still watching over this kid. And I'm pretty sure they love their child or whatever. Right. But, and you know, whatever their personal relationship, I don't really know or yeah. understand. Yeah. But this person is the care, caretaker of this human being since they were one all the way till they were 50 and they still have to take care of them all the time. Um, that's a huge responsibility to take on for people who it aren't is. ready for that. Maybe these parents weren't, they, they have a very loving life which is understandable and that's very beautiful, but that's not to say that's for everybody. Yeah. Cause I don't think I can ha- handle that shit. Yeah. Right. And I don't want to grow up uh, raising this child and resenting this kid every day because mm-hmm. I didn't get to live my life because I have to, you know, and I know it sounds selfish for a lot of people who maybe who are not pro-choice, yeah. but these are things that are viable reasons for abortion in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, when it makes um, uh, uh, a big enough impact in your life, like, those decisions matter, bro. I mean, look, me, I'm pro-choice, but growing up, I had pregnancy scares with like girls I was with, like girlfriends or whatever, right? Let's say the prospect of having a child when I'm 18 years old is fucking terrifying, Yeah, right? I was like, holy shit, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm pro-choice, it wasn't like, okay, well, abortion. It was still a thought process. Okay, let me weigh this out. Can I possibly bring a child into this world? If I do, what's that, what is that going to look like? How am I going to be able to handle it? And talk with the girl too, right? How do you feel about it? Do you think you might be able to ready to bring a child into this world? Carry this, you know, um, fetus into a child and, and birth this and have our lives be changed forever and linked forever as a result of this. Just because I'm pro-choice doesn't mean it's an automatic thing of abort, done. Well, yeah, and that's the thing too that I that I kind of find issue with when um, people talk about it. They go, "You're just going to give up a life so easy." I was like, "Who who said it was easy?" Yeah, it's not a fucking easy decision, like, man. Were you with the, these these women or the you know the couple that was there that had to decide to let go of this child? Mm-hmm. Like, who said it was easy? Yeah. Who said it was easy to go through this whole procedure? I, I don't understand why you're assuming like for them it's like you know like changing underwear. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, people go through depression after, you know, they abort a baby, right? Uh, there, 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 there are clear signs that it's not a fucking easy decision for them. And it's made an impact on their life as a result of it, you know? Um, but some people who are uh, anti-abortion seem to have this idea that if you're pro-choice, you're just okay with it. It's just roll off my motherfucking shoulders and it's an easy thing to do. Yeah, and then they go, well, you should have never had sex. Yeah, you never had pussy, all right? <laughs> you don't know how good that feels, all right? You don't, you don't know the addiction behind it. 
Um, here, here was another crazy thing that I had learned through reading about this, but um, Jane Roe of Roe v. Wade, did you know that she became an anti-abortion advocate? <laughs> really? So in 95, I believe it was, um, she flipped the script and became an anti-abortion advocate, right? Now, here's the thing. Here's the interesting thing. So she, she was like that until her deathbed. So for, for years and years and years, she became anti-abortion. People are like, what the fuck? This whole case, Roe v. Your Roe and yeah. Roe v. Wade, right? On her deathbed, she admitted, yeah, actually, I'm not anti-abortion. Anti-abortion advocates came to me and they paid me a lot of fucking money to turn coat. And I was <gasps> good at it. So I took their money. I didn't believe in their ideals. I just did it. But I am not anti-abortion. <laughs> how much I, money did they give her i mean but must have been a lot the shit that i just told you look at these people they're not fucking just some you know chump off the old block these guys are people in power with money and sway and you know yeah so what? this fucking hood hopping bitch <laughs> yeah. you fucking hood hopping heifer yeah. how, how dare you <laughs> so these fools just came to her door they're like hey listen I got a bag of cash and this is what we're going to do. Yeah. I'm going to slide you this money. Yeah. But you got to say that you're anti-abortion to the exactly. day. You could do 10 minutes before you die. You could tell people that you're not, but you got to keep your mouth shut until then. And she was like, bet. Yeah, and then she exactly. just took the cash. So I'm trying to get this bag. Son. Really? Yeah. That is wild. That is fucking wild. That is the craziest thing That's I've ever saying, heard. Man, this Everything behind Roe v. Wade is not just like what people know about on the surface level. It's not just about abortion rights. Yes, of course, that's like, you know, cream of the crop part of the issue. But all the history and context behind it, these religious groups, these men in power and, and how they basically indoctrinated people and it trickled down. And even the fucking people involved in this with Jane Roe being like, yeah, nah, I'm anti-abortion. Nah, just kidding. I just was getting the bag. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's pretty ridiculous. This spineless bitch. <laughs> yeah. That is the most spineless thing that she could have ever done. Yeah. But at the same time, I wonder what her situation, maybe she was broke out of her I fucking don't know. mind. I mean, shit, but it, she said it was a lot of money. She said it was a lot of money and that oh, she- Oh, it had to be millions. I'm or sure. at least like I'm a couple sure. mil. I'm sure it changed her, her life pretty much. Fuck, maybe I would have taken the money too. Like if well, it was like if it was like so versus I don't know so the state silver's Wade like what, like what was it for? It's like the stop Asian hate, and they're like, hey, say that you don't believe in that shit. All right, hey, here's man, twenty million dollars. You were willing to suck dick for ten thousand dollars. I think you oh, would. Biden was way lower than that. Yeah. You, you give me way too much credit. I <laughs> think like, you David, would gladly. I, I want bet. you to go outside and tell people that Asian hate doesn't exist. Here's twenty million dollars. Motherfucker, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I might. The I new poster. <laughs> Listen here, guys. Just hear me out. Hear me out. All I'm saying is maybe, maybe Asian hate doesn't exist and you guys are all tripping. I'm about to be like Kyle Rittenhouse trying to sell this fucking game app selling turkeys. <laughs> Did you hear that shit? Well, he, he said what? So Kyle Rittenhouse has this, um, this app that he put out yeah. where it's him shooting a bunch of turkeys and he's like you know kind of flying to the fact that he was the guy that fucking went out there and was like a renegade yeah which makes me so irritated because he literally said in public that he wants to put this whole thing behind him that he doesn't want any public pub like publicity whatever no. this fool is milking the yeah. fuck out of it yeah. this little fucking dweeb yeah. needs to get his ass beat so bad is, is I, he selling the app yeah, he's selling that. He's making money off of oh, it. Wow. So he's doing, he has pre-orders for it. And guess what? The theme song is him rapping. Oh, no. He, why is he rapping? Where does that go fucking from? No. What the fuck? You fucking Walmart parking lot fucking <laughs> savior dweeb. Like the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like I literally, I mean, look, the evidence is the evidence, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, Whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, you got lucky. You happen to have killed a fucking sexual predator. But all, <laughs> all the shit just fucking, all the ducks were in a row for you, yeah, dude. Yeah. You are so fucking lucky, you piece of shit. But then after the, when he said like, listen, like I thought I was doing something good. I, I want to, I don't want to be in the public eye anymore. It's all bullshit now. Yeah. It's like, you're fucking milking this, you little piece of shit. 
Wow. Yeah, he is milking it if he's fucking creating a, a turkey. How how fucking what? How much more white can it get? All, it's, than, like, it's like gun rights bullshit stuff that he's yeah, doing, dude. Shooting turkey. <laughs> Whoever buys that fucking app, you're such a loser, dude. Oh my god, dude! But I'm telling you, this world is going fucking crazy, it man. Is, it's it is fucking going crazy, man. I, like I was just telling you before we started, was that we haven't gotten off the tr- crazy train since 2020. We've been steadily this fucking tra- crazy train is choo chooing along and. Coal keeps getting thrown into the fucking fire and it's going strong, man. And this whole Roe v. Wade thing, it wasn't a complete surprise because we had those leaked documents saying that, you know, they're considering they're working, they're yeah. working on some shit. Yeah. And and people were like, oh shit, this actually might happen. And it wasn't the first time that they tried to overturn Roe v. Wade. I believe in the 90s they were trying to do it too. Um they or they wanted to, but they ended up not going through with it for some reason. I don't I don't exactly remember. But yeah, dude, just me reading into kind of like how how we got to where we are today, it fucking blew my mind. And with the cherry on top being the fucking whole Jane Rose story about yo, that she's a hood hopping hoe. She dude. is a hood hopping bitch, dude. Let me tell you, I couldn't even imagine like just thinking about like in general. Could you imagine having to force a woman to have a child uh, that was a product of like sexual assault and rape? I know. And then that child looks exactly like her assailant. I and know. she has and she has to somehow mentally move past this. I mean, it's a child, it's innocent. Yeah. But that child looks exactly like the person that raped him, raped her. Like I we know of people who mistreat their children because they blame their shitty life circumstances on a child that they wanted to have. Yeah. Could you only imagine like the quality of life that this kid is going to have? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like you got to take all of those things into consideration. And fuck, man, not even just um, an assailant or a rapist that's a stranger, but incestual rape, right? Like, Oh, my God. Like if it's fucking your dad who raped you and impregnated you, and now you need to have your fucking, you're going to give birth to your sister? Dude, how weird. Fucking, Yeah. Right? Wrong on so many levels. This ain't, we're not a, we're just saying fucking England. <laughs> we're not trying to keep a royal bloodline, a royal hick well, line going. English, I was like, thank God you explained that. There's a bunch of English people. <laughs> the fuck you say? <laughs> the hell do you mean? But that, but that was true though, like back in the day, because yeah, they wanted to keep, keep royal the, blood yeah, in. Yeah, pure. They would fuck their family members yeah. and there would be a lot of like birth defects. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. I mean, stemming back to fucking like, uh, ancient times, you know, with like Egyptians and all of that. But yeah, dude, to to force a person saying what you want essentially doesn't matter now because you have a human being like at conception, right? Because as they, as they believe, life happens at conception. You have a human being now inside of you. And now it is your responsibility to birth that human being. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree. Vehemently, I disagree. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of people fucking disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, majority of Americans do disagree. Um, but I don't know, man. Some of these people... And and look, maybe it would have uh, been dope to have um, a woman on the podcast talking about this too. Because I would really like to hear their point of view. Because they're the ones who have to carry the child for nine months, right? And, and, then, and then birth the, the child. I don't even understand, like, how are we not past the idea, too, of the whole same-sex marriage thing? Like, I don't get why it's such a big deal. They're like, because that right there is against God's will. (laughs) Hey, just because they can't get married doesn't mean they're not out there fucking licking clit and sucking dick. (laughs) It's not going to change the fact that they're gay. It's just going to allow them to have... I don't know, the same rights as everybody fucking else. Well, it, that's human decency. That's a that's a really interesting point though, right? Because Jesus, uh, they, they use um, their religious beliefs and the Bible to say that homosexuality is a sin, right? I bet they all eat shrimp though. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you're supposed to eat no shrimp and pork, right? They're bottom feeding animals. But here's, but here's the thing though, right? There's scientific evidence that uh, they can be born this way, that their brain activity mirrors that closer to a, a biological female, right? Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, then how do you explain that, right? God created them this way. So he created the, the, them this way 
to make them suffer? No, that's not God, my friend. That's Satan talking in your ear. Satan, Satan was <laughs> Satan didn't <laughs> God don't make no gays. But see, that's, Satan's do. But that's the thing. You you need to you need to have like a disconnect with certain things in order to use the Bible and your religious beliefs to like really back up certain things, back up on uh back up certain issues, very sensitive issues. Hey, science is gay. <laughs> that's what that is right there. <laughs> Science is about the gayest thing I ever heard, <laughs> right? You tell me Bill, not a science guy. Well, it's funny. Ain't gay. It's funny because they will cherry pick science when it's supportive of their arguments and their 100%. ideologies. But That's how when it refutes it, then science be damned. Hey, Why I, are you cher- I cherry pick my information like Adam cherry picked that apple off that tree or was it Eve? And look, I'm saying all this as a, as a Christian man. You know, as a Christian man, I'm a, I'm a God-believing Christian man, you know? But a lot of these things I have my beefs with, with the way the conservative Christians, you mm-hmm. know, um, interpret it. And look, I, I, I can't say I'm right or they're right or whatever. Um, I just disagree with some of these things when I feel like it should just be basic human rights. You know, yeah. who, who the fuck are we? Who the fuck are, who the f- matter of fact, who the fuck are you, you old fucking white man, to tell any woman in this country what they can and can't do with their body? One of the Supreme Court justices was a black dude, too. Yeah, yeah, he is one of the dudes. But one black dude? Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know what his name is? Clayton Bigsby. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you guys who don't know Clayton Bigsby, look up Clayton Bigsby on YouTube and you will get the reference. That's a a Clayton Bigsby right there, dude. Yeah, that that is. But no, I mean, six of the nine uh, Supreme Court justices are conservative. So clearly it's going to favor them. Uh, It's going to favor the conservative party when they're talking about things like this. And it's just... It's fucking crazy to me that nine people get to make a fucking decision like this that impacts a lot of fucking people. A lot of women. A lot of women. A lot of women. And there's what? One Supreme Court? Amy Coney Barrett? I think she's the mm. only... Or was there two? There's. I think there was a newly appointed... I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Yeah, it's... it's, it's one or two women max. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's a bunch of old, again, old, white, rich, and powerful men deciding what you can and can't do in this country. And that is the story of America, my friends. Hey, science is gay, everybody. <laughs> science is gay. That's what, that's what I think. That's, that's what we take away from all this, yeah, that's is what, that science is gay. I'm letting y'all know right now, science is gay. And if you believe in science, that's the gayest thing I ever that heard. Is, you are the gayest dude Poor woman <laughs> that exists if you believe women in can't be gay yeah. right? <laughs> it's not allowed because it's not science yeah but crazy times man crazy fucking times well guys that wraps up this episode of the genius brain podcast uh if you guys have your own two cents about this especially if you're a woman and we would like to hear in the comments right away because this shit is my personal opinion is fucking wrong yeah it's crazy but yeah i would love to hear you know the the viewpoints and opinions of, of everybody yeah you know? and, I, and i really would suggest people you know and i know that it's hard for a lot of people to do this especially when we have a, st- a stance that's so just on the polar opposite side of of what this decision is but in order for you to really have a conversation with somebody to get them to understand your point you have to understand their point first mm. not just only to refute what they say but if they know more about a subject than you do about something that you truly believe in then you're never going to be able to have a conversation with them right right it's it's, it's too difficult yeah like i said when i had that moment with someone you know talking about you know when i was you know, growing up in a Christian household, talking about Christ to somebody when they knew more about me, I looked like an idiot. So like, yeah, it was kind of rough watching those videos. <laughs> you know, it was rough. It was a lot of videos I had to watch. But like I said, their main argument, you know, seemingly is that it's murder. And mm. that's really about it. Yeah. But once again, I don't even know scientifically that's even true mm. up to a certain point. Yeah, yeah, up to a certain point. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Um Write in the comments below what you think. Uh, you can catch Ed at Ed2 and uh, Secret Society, S-C-R-T-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y dot com. Uh, spring stuff is, a lot of the stuff is out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, people people have been fucking with it, man. I think there's like 39 things left, 37. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, catch those if you can. There's a few shirts left, a couple of shorts here and there. We still have 
um, uh, a few other restocks that we've done. Yeah. So check yeah. it out. We'll, we'll have more restocks on the way too for like the back to basic stuff. Yeah. And then we'll also try to restock on vintage shoes. There's a lot of things going on right now and we're a very small team. So bear with us guys. Thank you guys for the support, first of all. But yeah, please bear with us and we'll get this shit popping. Yep. Uh, just brain every Sunday at 12 p.m. And we'll see you all next time. All right. Peace, y'all. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.